Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Braddock Heights, Frederick. Traffic and weather on the eights, and Carlos Ramirez on a busy Friday night in the WTOB Traffic Center. Very busy, but it seems to be slowing down just a little bit. Well, I guess it's the opposite. Traffic is moving a little bit more smoothly here as the, as the night goes on. If you're headed on the inner loop, for example, that vehicle fire was causing a whole mess, but looks like it's been cleared. Don't even see that vehicle on the shoulder any longer, so it should be a straight shot between Branch Avenue down towards the Wilson Bridge. It's a little slow across the Wilson Bridge, but something tells me that's just like that uh, crowding of uh, traffic that is moving kind of together there headed towards Alexandria. In a little bit of the Bellway, headed up towards the American Legion Bridge. Chart does say that there is a work zone up that way. They should be setting things up along the right here momentarily. I'm seeing the delay. Don't see them in camera yet, but I can just uh, see the uh, grouping of lights in the distance. 66 looks good from Manassas to the Beltway, and eastbound 66 after Spout Run. Got a work zone that only lets by a single lane of traffic as you head over towards the Roslyn Tunnel. TOP Traffic Center, presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years. On your new window, visit windownation.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Our forecast with now with uh, 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. We're dry here this evening, dry overnight, and dry throughout the day tomorrow. But first alert weather, tracking our next weather maker that will bring windswept rain to the area on Sunday. This evening, our temperatures drop through the 40s. Look for temperatures to be in the 30s by morning and just shy of 60 degrees tomorrow afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now it's 47 here at WTOP. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm John Doman, and coming up, another juvenile shot in the city, this time at a metro station. Which local students are most at risk of falling behind when they miss a lot of class? I'm Scott Gelman. We're also remembering Horace Holmes, a longtime maker for our partners at News 7. 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Actor Ryan O'Neill has died, according to a post by his son Patrick on Instagram. No cause was given, but Ryan O'Neill was diagnosed with prostate cancer in 2020. CBS's Frank Setapani remembers. He first gained fame in the 1960s, starring in the primetime TV soap opera Peyton Place. But it was the 1970 tearjerker love story that made Ryan O'Neill a movie star. The film earned him an Oscar nomination, and he followed it up with some well-regarded comedies, playing a bumbling scientist in What's Up, Doc? 
I have this theory about early man's musical relationship to igneous rock formation. O'Neill's screen appearances became less frequent by the 1990s, though as the father of actress Tatum O'Neill and the longtime companion of TV star Farrah Fawcett, he was still fodder for the tabloids. Frank Setapani, CBS News. UNLV is helping students after an on-campus shooting earlier this week left three faculty members dead. UNLV is canceling all in-person final exams in the wake of Wednesday's shooting. Students will end the fall semester with a grade they had earned before the attack, unless they opt to take a virtual exam to improve their mark. University President Keith Whitfield. We're going to be able to make this something where we can bring this semester to a close and be able to actually allow our students to be able to continue to achieve their goals. The university's winter graduation will be held as planned. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. In Las Vegas, President Biden announces just over $8 billion to fund new rail projects, including a high-speed system connecting Nevada and California. New rail line will transport 11 million passengers a year. That means more visitors, more business, more Las Vegas, more money. The $8 billion comes from the president's bipartisan infrastructure law. The U.S. vetoes a U.N. Security Council demand for a ceasefire in Gaza, saying it's imbalanced. This as Israel launches airstrikes into Gaza. CBS's Charlie Daggett. Tonight, the Israeli military reports that two soldiers were seriously wounded in a failed attempt to rescue a hostage. Several kidnappers were killed, but Hamas says the hostage also, they claim, an Israeli soldier was killed in the rescue attempt. Millions of Americans have chronic fatigue syndrome, according to the CDC. As CBS's Alexander Tin. In survey results from 2021 to 2022, the CDC says that around 1.3% of adults say they have been diagnosed with myalgic encephalomyelitis, or chronic fatigue syndrome. Rates of this complex illness, which has been linked to COVID-19 and other viral diseases, were highest among Americans in their 60s, at 2.1% in this age group. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform, you need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 903, it's Friday, December the 8th. 47 degrees right now, but we are going to head down into the 30s under clear skies overnight. Good evening, I'm John Doman with the top local stories we're following this hour. Police are still looking for the person they say shot a boy inside the Georgia Avenue Petworth Metro Station. This was around 2.45 this afternoon. Metro Transit Police say the shooter followed the boy into the Metro Station and then shot him just before he went through the fare gates. The suspect remains on the loose right now. The boy is expected to survive. In other news tonight, something some may argue is also very much related, though. The alarm is sounding about the number of children missing class in one part of our region. In an exclusive interview with WTOP's Scott Gelman, the superintendent of Loudoun County Schools explains why not going to class for some students has major consequences. About 12% of Loudoun County public school students have missed 18 or more school days this year. Superintendent Aaron Spence says the absences are more common in certain grade levels. Where we see our biggest challenges with attendance are actually in kindergarten, but also in our junior and senior years in high school. Spence says parents of kindergartners are still getting used to public school. Kindergarten and in the 
early primary years where they're really learning the foundational um, computation and literacy skills that they're going to need to be successful. For high schoolers, Spence suspects absences have to do with increased independence. The consequences of missing class in what Spence calls transition years are significant. Sixth grade year is a pivotal year to prepare yourself for middle school. We know all of us, the research on the ninth grade year and the importance of the ninth grade year for for a solid um, high school experience. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. The Frederick County Public School System in Maryland says a committee of students, parents, teachers, and others has decided that two books should be removed from middle school libraries and one book should be completely removed from school system libraries. That panel was created last year and was tasked with reviewing 35 books in total. It's been cited 31 of those books will remain in circulation. Another book under review was actually removed before the committee even started meeting because it had factual inaccuracies. The school system says it's also looking into a new system that could give parents and guardians the ability to prevent their kids from checking out certain books from their school's libraries. A tragedy took the lives of two young students at Riverdale Elementary School in Prince George's County last month. The 10-year-old and 5-year-old students were walking in the crosswalk near the school on Riverdale Road when they were hit by a van making a left turn. Now several parent-led groups in that area say changes need to happen. There's a lot of schools that have unsafe walking conditions for pedestrians, issues with drivers not stopping at stop signs. Now and first on WTOP, parent-led groups representing 11 schools in the district say they are doing something about the safety issues by backing a call-to-action letter demanding that county leaders make the walk to school safer. There's no greater priority than the safety of our kids. Timothy Meyer, the president of Mount Rainier PTO, has been working with these 11 parent groups to lead the call to fill all the vacant crossing guard postings in the county by the first of next year. Figure out money elsewhere in the budget to make the the types of positions that are appealing to people and that they can actually fill. In Prince George's County, Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. Seven News I-Team troubleshooter Horace Holmes has passed away. The news anchor and longtime member of the Seven News I-Team was a household name around here for decades. Our partners at Seven News tonight say that his on-air presence was like no other and that he reached into people's lives, helping them to solve their problems while gathering countless friends along the way. You may be looking forward to a big holiday feast with family and friends, but that scenario might be an issue for anyone with hearing loss. You would think that it's easier to communicate with your family, right? But that's not always the case, says audiologist Jared Marcotte. Hearing and communication takes a lot more processing power than most people realize. So-called dinner table syndrome can leave that person feeling isolated. One tip? Point your nose to where you want to hear. So try and hear with your nose or listen with your nose. And other people at the table? Get the person who's struggling's attention before you start to speak to them. Trying to face them when you're speaking, so that way they can use all of those communication strategies, lip reading, facial gestures, hand gestures, to their advantage. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, Starbucks is ready to restart contract talks with its unionized shops. It's 9.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Carlos Ramirez is in the WTOP Traffic Center. That I am, and we're still watching a few things. We'll start off, though, uh, how about across the Bay Bridge? It looks like they're running two-way traffic on the westbound span right now. A single lane of traffic gets you by in either direction. 
Not really slowing down too much, but if you're headed eastbound, it'll be a little bit of a to-do to get onto the Bay Bridge itself. It's only for a brief moment, though. You're going to only slow down to get in line. BW Parkway, 995, looking all right. No issues on I-270 just yet. Interloop of the Beltway coming up from Virginia into Maryland across the American Legion Bridge. You should see them setting up along the right-hand side of the roadway. If you're headed eastbound on 66 in Virginia, past Spout Run Parkway, the work zone lets by just a single lane of traffic. Minimal delays, but you will slow down for a brief moment as you head over towards the Roslyn Tunnel. 395 looks great from Metzl Road across the 14th Street Bridge. No issues on the Beltway to report from the Wilson Bridge all the way to 66. 95 looks good. 66 looks great. Back in Maryland, southbound 301 was uh, dealing with some light volume headed down towards McKendry Road. Uh, no Accident scenes reported right now, though. 301 northbound headed through Upper Marlboro and up towards Route 50. No issues that way either. Beltway traffic in Maryland looks great. A little slow on the Siouxland Parkway, not far from Naylor Road. No crashes reported through there, though. Southeast-Southwest Freeway, 3rd Street Tunnel, and New York Avenue all running up to speed. Get a free ride home for unexpected emergencies or scheduled overtime when you share a ride to work. Get started at commuterconnections.org or call 800-745-RIDE. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. The forecast was 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Clear and mainly clear conditions here for your evening and overnight and great weather expected on Saturday. Temperatures this evening will be dipping down to about 40 to 46 degrees. We're about 30 to 37 degrees by early Saturday morning. Expect partly sunny skies. We'll get up to about 50 to 58 degrees dry throughout the day. But rain develops early Sunday morning around 7, 8 o'clock and continues until about 7 to 8 a.m. Monday, windswept rain expected. Temperature Sunday in the mid-60s. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 45 degrees in Silver Spring. It's 44 at Fort Belvoir. And we have 48 degrees at the Kennedy Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour now, and here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Signs of strength in the economy help Wall Street close out the week with a modest win. The government's November employment report shows more jobs created than analysts expected. Unemployment fell, wages rose. Dow Industrials climbed 130, the S&P gained 19, the Nasdaq rose 64. In another positive sign, consumer sentiment is up sharply so far this month. The University of Michigan sentiment index is at a four-month high as consumers dialed back their inflation expectations. Starbucks is looking to resume contract talks next month. It has sent a letter to the union representing hundreds of its cafes seeking to end a standoff. Workers United says it has received the letter and will respond after reviewing it. DraftKings has been hit with a class action suit over its $1,000 bonus bet offer. The suit calls the offer unfair and deceptive because the terms to qualify are so onerous. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up, the holidays are approaching and Congress still has a lot to do between now and then. We'll talk about some of those things with CBS's Scott McFarlane. It's 912. The following is a paid commercial message. He was born in an obscure village, the child of a peasant woman. He never wrote a book. He never held an office. He never went to college. He never traveled more than 200 miles from the place where he was born. He went through a mockery of a trial and was nailed upon a cross between two thieves. And when he died, he was laid in a borrowed tomb. Nineteen centuries have come and gone, and today he is still the centerpiece of the human race. All the armies that ever marched, 
all the navies that ever sailed, all the parliaments that ever sat, and all the kings that ever reigned put together have not affected the life of man on this earth as powerfully as this one solitary life. Not a sermon, just a thought, and Merry Christmas. For more information, check out our website, notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. With the holidays upon us, the increase in traveling, shopping, and connecting online also heightens the need to protect your identity and finances with LifeLock. Identity thieves see this time of year as an opportunity to drain your accounts, open new loans in your name, and damage your financial future. LifeLock detects and alerts you to threats you might miss on your own. Don't let the busy holiday season catch you off guard. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Brace yourself for the ultimate holiday deal with Consumer Cellular. Snag an incredible 50% off the Iris Flip when you buy before December 17th, making it only $34.50. The Iris Flip is all the phone and camera you need with a user-friendly design, the perfect flip phone companion. Plus, you'll get nationwide coverage and always free activation. Score 50% off when you use promo code RADIO50. Head over to ConsumerCellular.com and use promo code RADIO50 during checkout to score this deal. Coming up, the Wizards hoping to end a three-game losing streak. They're playing up in Brooklyn right now. We have sports in 10 minutes at WTOP. Here's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield, on filtering data and traffic without impeding workflow. Across domain service in and of itself basically filters the traffic to look for certain things. If it's outbound, it's looking for, you know, data that might be purposefully being exfiltrated by someone inside the organization. If it's inbound, it's looking at documents to basically strip out any malware or ransomware. Today, you get an email and it has ransomware in it. Maybe it's quarantined. With the technology that's being implemented in these cross-domain services, they have the capacity to cleanse the document. And what that means is it doesn't stop. It doesn't sit in a quarantine. And these are all based on the agency's guides. They invest a lot of money, research, looking at how you can cleanse a document once it's actually been infected by malware or ransomware, and then allow it to continue its journey so the business process doesn't break. That's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield. For more, go to federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Arcfield. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 915. Good evening. I'm John Doman. Members of Congress are eager to wrap up the year and go home for the holidays, but there's still a lot left for them to do. Funding for Ukraine and Israel are in limbo as lawmakers work through Republican demands for changes at the southern border. Also, House Speaker Mike Johnson says he'll be releasing more video footage from the January 6th assault on the Capitol, but not before the faces of those caught on camera are blurred out. I spoke with CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane earlier about another tumultuous week in Washington and about whether all or any of this will get done before the recess. It seems impossible. Uh, what the Speaker Mike Johnson said and in a pretty widespread announcement is that he's going to post all of the 44,000 hours of January 6th security video for the public to see on a website. He didn't say by when. He didn't say how much will get up there anytime soon. Right now, there's only 90 hours of 44,000 hours. That's 0.002%. And they've given no timetable for when the rest gets up there. According to my reporting, the 90 hours that's up there, it was easy to post because it was the same 90 hours made available to Tucker Carlson, the former Fox host, a few months ago. Um, but it takes a lot of manpower 
to post 44,000 hours of video. It takes years to sit down and just watch 44,000 hours of video. Blurring moving video, I can tell you as somebody in television, is uniquely difficult. It doesn't seem tenable. They can get all that footage up anytime soon. And will aid for Ukraine and Israel ever actually get passed? It's looking dire. Um, ultimately, the Republicans in the House and Senate have insisted that there be a border security change, new immigration law accompanying any aid for Ukraine. And passing new immigration law through any Congress, especially a gridlock Congress, is also a very tall task. It's going to take time. The White House says it needs that Ukraine aid by the end of December. Passing new immigration law by the end of December? Don't see how that happens. So something's going to have to give. Somebody's going to have to be flexible or extend. That's why that aid to Ukraine is in a particularly fragile state. That's CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. It's 917, and the Virginia agency that processes unemployment benefits does not expect to finish clearing its pandemic-related backlog until next summer. That was the expectation expressed by a top agency official during an oversight hearing in Richmond this week. Jeff Ryan of the uh, Virginia Employment Commission says first-level appeals are the largest pressure point remaining with an estimated 45,000 cases still lingering. And it might be July before the last one is uh, processed. Now a quick look at the top stories that we are working on here at WTOP. The U.S. has vetoed a U.N. resolution demanding an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. Actor Ryan O'Neill has passed away at the age of 82. He was nominated for an Oscar in a movie that also starred his daughter Tatum O'Neill. And a federal judge is signing off on a settlement that bans the U.S. government from separating families at the southern border for the next eight years. Keep it here for full details on these stories and more coming up in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and Carlos Ramirez is in the WTOB Traffic Center. That I am. Thank you so very much. Let's start off here, let's say, in the Laurel area. If you're making your way on Laurel Bowie Road, so far it looks like there is a new accident scene not far from Cherry Lane. Zooming in here, not seeing too many delays, but do watch out for the incident itself. BW Parkway looks good in either direction. No delays. I-95 completely up to speed as well. Want to take a quick look? Uh, not only that, in the upper Marlboro area, sounds like White House Road at the intersection of Brown Station Road, dealing with a crash as well. Some serious, serious delays building through there. Down in Virginia, eastbound 66 got a work zone between about Spout Run Parkway and the Roslyn Tunnel. Should have just a single lane of traffic getting by there. Some slowdowns, nothing too dramatic, but you will slow down past the work zone itself. Once you're in the tunnel, though, looks like things do open up. North and southbound side of the GW Parkway, near the chain bridge, a little slow. It's for your usual work zone through that area. Interloop of the Bellway, you should see them setting up along the right-hand side of the roadway on your approach towards the American Legion Bridge, and it is a little bit slow on the inner loop. That's the northbound side of 495 near Braddock Road. Don't see any crashes. It just looks like folks are running a little bit slower than usual. I'm okay with that. I-95 looks great from Fredericksburg to the Beltway, and 395 is up to speed as well. 1866 304 WTOP is a traffic tip line in case you see something I don't. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Those who are out on the town tonight, well, it could be a lot worse for December, couldn't it? It really could. Uh, and Saturday is going to be another great night to get out really and enjoy things before we get all that rain on Sunday. So here uh, this evening, I'm seeing temperatures out there right now in the 40s and even around 50 degrees still. By late and early tomorrow morning, we'll head on down into the 30s, about 30 to 37 degrees. The range not quite as cold as it's been. On top of that, our winds are going to be pretty light, too. You've got a uh, chance for some patchy fog early Saturday morning. Otherwise, pretty good start to the day with most of 
of us looking at partly cloudy skies throughout your Saturday. South wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Those temperatures again into the mid to upper 50s on Saturday. Mid 60s expected on Sunday. Really warm, but it is going to be pretty nasty throughout the day on Sunday. We'll start first with the cloud cover throughout the day. Some showers developing between what's looking like the early morning hours up until 8 a.m. The rain comes in and it sticks around all day long, becoming more intense for the afternoon and evening. We'll have, uh, I think, some pretty good downpours and maybe two inches of rain by the time we get to late Sunday night, early Monday morning. And it's going to be, again, gusty. Winds could be just over 30 miles per hour. Right now, though, we've got 43 degrees with light winds. Wheaton, Maryland, Tacoma Park at 45 in Virginia. Ashburn is at 45 degrees in Dale City, 42. And that's brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up... From highways to railways to county bus service, cuts are planned in Maryland. I'm Kate Ryan. 921. There's a Honda for every holiday adventure. Whether it's a ski trip and an available all-wheel drive pilot, delivering presents in a rugged passport, or hauling a few toys for yourself in a powerful ridgeline, find your new Honda during Happy Honda Days. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 2.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Passport, a 3.9% APR on a 2024 Pilot, and a 0.9% APR on a 2023 Ridgeline. See dealer for financing details. It's hard to holiday shop for my family because everyone is so different. Becky's a botanist, Kurt's a cook, Ricky's a reptile wrangler, Lee's a lifeguard, Tori's a teacher, and Ian is an insurance. Luckily, I can never go wrong with gifting games from the Virginia Lottery. Everyone gets scratchers and everyone is happy, even Cameron the Critic. I give scratchers every year because I know it's a gift that everyone will love. And I love playing the online instant games. Celebrate the season with the Virginia Lottery. Visit VALottery.com slash holiday. Please gift responsibly. Sometimes when it rains, it pours. Let WEPA be your umbrella and protect you when times get rough. WEPA offers both group term life and short-term disability insurance to help protect your family in any circumstance. Have confidence knowing that WEPA is there to help weather any storm. Visit WAEPA.org to learn more. WEPA. For feds. By feds. Today, around 5,000 Americans will hear, You have cancer. At Pfizer, we won't rest until they hear the all clear. See how we're innovating at Pfizer.com slash oncology. Pfizer, outdo yesterday. This is WTOP News. TSA officers at Reagan National Airport have seized another gun at a security checkpoint this week. An Ashburn man tried to bring a loaded handgun into the terminal with him, but it was found when his bag went through an x-ray machine. He told officers he forgot he had the loaded gun with him. He was cited with a weapons charge and faces a penalty of up to $15,000. This is the 34th gun that TSA officers have found at DCA checkpoints this year. Devastating. That is how some Maryland County officials are summing up the kind of impact that cuts to road projects, rail and bus services could have. At the annual gathering of members of the Maryland Association of Counties, or MACO, the talk is all about the $3.3 billion in planned cuts. Now, while planning money for the American Legion Bridge and I-270 remain, for example, Saturday hours at Motor Vehicle Administration offices would be cut. So whether it's metro or bus or road projects, they're funded by the Transportation Trust Fund, which is largely fueled by the state's gas tax. 
Kevin Canelli with MAKO. The, the Transportation Trust Fund was going to be in trouble either way, but I think this is really a wake-up call. And that wake-up call means figuring out how to manage the current cuts and come up with a funding formula for the future. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A ride-sharing company in the district is under fire from city leaders who say it's breaking the law. Virginia-based company Empower is facing a cease and desist order for not registering with D.C.'s Department for Higher Vehicles. City leaders claim the service is unsafe, uninsured, and riders have no way to file complaints. We've attempted to work with the Uber-funded DFHV to make sure that drivers who wish to drive for themselves in competition with Uber and Lyft comply with whatever regulations are necessary. CEO Joshua Sear told WTOP the company is a third-party vendor. Drivers are fully vetted. If you have an issue with a ride as a driver or 